Would you dance for a million doge? Or lose millions to make money? I'm Ryan, that's Brian, and these are your investment headlines from the last 14 days. Headline number one. The newest investment vehicle in crypto is an oldie. Okay, Brian, I want you to guess. All right. Uh, There's a new trend uh, that crypto investors, traders are turning to a new um, I wouldn't say a new, but they're, but they're directing their attention towards a certain type of crypto right now uh, in the midst of this kind of crypto market slump overall. Give it, give it a guess. What do you think it is? Um, it's an oldie but a goodie. Dogecoin? Dogecoin is not, not the answer. Oh, Luckily, okay. I guess that's been kind of a new thing anyway, right? Right, right. It is NFTs. Yeah. NFTs, good old oh. NFTs, Brian, and and so if you're, that was like a good six months ago. It was man. a good six months ago, and we talked about how things were getting <laughs> super hot, and I decided to set a personal goal not to really talk about it too much on this pod because it was like every headline was about NFTs, because uh, that's what was hot. Um, well, the the kind of um, fervor around NFTs has largely died down, so it kind of ended with. Um, an artist called Beeple, who um, sold one of his digital arts for $69 million. And that was kind of like, from what I could tell, that's kind of like the top of NFTs. And mm. things have kind of cooled off. But 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 that's not to say NFTs aren't still high. I mean, they're still selling for millions of dollars. You're just not seeing the kind of headlines that we used to see. And I think that's kind of a sign of NFTs, the market for NFTs maturing. Um, to where we're not getting this crazy hype anymore. It's just kind of routine. Um, and it's kind of nuts to think that these these random pixel art crypto punks, for example, um, crypto punks, it was like the the pixelated faces that were selling right, right. for millions. And they're, they're now being featured in like famous museums. <laughs> um, <laughs> insane. Um, but but uh, what's crazy is actually, this is a tangent. Last uh, This morning I was watching Jurassic World where they're auctioning off dinosaurs and oh, yeah. they auctioned off a stegosaurus, a real stegosaurus in the movie for $10 million. And I thought, wow, for the price of that one NFT digital art, you could have bought seven stegosaurus. <laughs> and, and just kind of put things into perspective. Like I was hearing the auction in the movie. I'm like, wow, these numbers are not very impressive. Like they're selling these dinosaurs for a couple million. Anyways, um, they're like, they're like used cars, you know, they, uh, depreciate, I guess, those dinosaurs. I guess so. Over millions of years. Yeah. They're used dinosaurs. Um, anyway, so NFTs though, like I said, are still selling. And so now what a lot of investors are starting to do is see them as a way to maintain value, a store of value in these NFTs, because as the market has slumped down, NFTs have largely maintained their value. And uh, in fact, a lot of the crypto related to NFTs have been skyrocketing recently. The biggest example is a game that I have mentioned on this podcast before called Axie Infinity. It's kind of like a, a Pokemon type game. And I had mentioned I had bought a couple monsters in the game. and and uh, But, but I, I sold the monsters a couple months later for a two times profit. I felt like I did pretty good. Well, those those monsters in the game have risen up in value twenty times, 
And if I just Ooh. kept on to those, but it's, it's just this idea of even though the market is slumping, these NFTs, uh, these in-game items, these um, in-game characters or whatever the NFTs are presenting uh, are maintaining their value. And so a lot of investors are seriously considering NFTs as a way to preserve uh, their their money. So that one art that sold for how much did you say? Sixty million. Sixty nine million. Yeah. Is it still? Could they still sell it for that? Do you think? I I would assume so. I don't know. I don't think that it's up for auction right now. But I don't know. Interesting. It, it's just the the NFTs have largely kept their their value, which is is cool to see. But we're also seeing. I think a big part of it is because um, one of the big differences between this kind of market crash versus the previous market crash in 2017, 2018 is that you're still seeing millions of dollars flood into this space of investment money. Millions of venture capitalists, not millions, (laughs) venture capitalists are spending millions of dollars (laughs) in this space still, specifically in NFT companies. And so all these investments are going towards NFTs. And and so there's lots of money floating around for them to um, innovate and develop. And so uh, we're seeing all the time new use cases for NFTs. We're now seeing that you can use NFTs as collateral for loans. And so say you say you bought one of those crypto punks for a million dollars. Well, then you can, but you don't want to sell it. You can put it as collateral and take out a loan uh, in DeFi and you know use that money however you want. So it's it's interesting how they're starting to integrate. <coughs> NFTs, you know, we talked about how you can use it as ticket sales and they're starting to look into how they can use it for copyright purposes and license agreements. There's so many things you can program into NFTs and it's just becoming more and more interesting as the space continues to grow. Interesting. I thought for sure, you know, it was just going to explode higher and then explode like down to zero. But yeah, NFTs are still uh still maintaining their value huh still maintaining their value and i think you know right now nfts are are big in the collector space uh but i i'm, I'm telling you i've said this before as well the gaming space i think is where it's going to be huge and we're starting to see big like really well-developed games uh coming out with nft on nft platforms um there's anyway so it's 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 something to to again keep an eye on because that's where uh, some of the smart money is going now is investing in NFTs uh, to kind of preserve that uh, capital. Well, it's kind of interesting to think about. I wonder if it will be kind of like the stock market where at times there'll be some rotation into different sectors of NFTs. You know what I mean? Like, so, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, like the stock market, you know, there might be a period of time where you rotate into cyclical, you know, stocks. Uh, or industrial stocks, and then you want to get back into tech, you know, kind of like what's going on around this time. Um, and I would imagine maybe there might be something similar in NFTs where maybe, like you said, like g- the gaming industry uh, kind of takes off and it's hot, and then it rotates to more of the the art side, you know. And, it, yeah, so maybe it will never, you know, crash, but it might have – different sectors of the nft space that kind of rotates in and out of you know and has some momentum in certain areas sure definitely and and something that you know along with 
with that. You know, they're spreading out into real estate, right? Talking about uh, being able to fractionalize real estate where you can buy a tenth of a building, a tenth of a home or whatever uh, as an investment. And so it makes these kind of larger assets more liquid. Um, You know, music industry... And I have a whole list I'm looking through here. There's just so many different sectors, and so that would be interesting to see if, if money kind of flows in and out of them. Um, one thing I don't even remember if we talked about, but GameStop is coming out with its own NFT um, Yeah, platform. I heard about that. And so, uh, you know, again, it's, it's a big company coming out with NFTs. They're building on Ethereum, from what I remember. So, and you have all these sports... Um, merchandise fan merchandise um and and uh kind of you can unlock different membership portals and um, content from your favorite sports team if you own certain nfts so anyway uh, the nfts are relevant again they're, they're big again something to uh again uh, keep an eye on if, within that space headline number two some day traders are so bad they're getting sponsored all right, Brian. So this is an, another new uh, thing that's happening. Have you ever watched Twitch? It's like a live streaming platform. No, I haven't. So uh, it's particularly popular, I think, uh, among gamers. And so um, gamers will have kind of an audience that they live stream as they play a game and people can watch them play their game and interact okay. with them and stuff like that. I, I don't get it, but I know that a lot of people do get it and they, they love it. So that's great for them. Um, so there are some traders, day traders, that have decided to start uh, live streaming their trades. Okay. And there's one trader in particular. His name is Kiefer Atwood. He's been in the headlines recently. He's a 27-year-old, lives in Arkansas, and he estimates that he's lost millions on spectacularly bad crypto trades in the last few years. <laughs> And so he started with millions. Uh, well, that's what he's saying, I guess. I don't wow. know. He he was an early investor in Bitcoin, and so I know he oh, made some money okay. then, but he he sold too early and at the wrong times and all this stuff. Anyways, so he was just day trading, <laughs> and he started to build up a following with his live streams, just because I guess he is a funny guy. Yeah. Um, but but then he kind of like the Davy Dave or uh, day trader or whatever. Uh, Dave Portnoy. Sure, I don't know. I think that's during the pandemic. You know, uh, Dave Portnoy. I think he started something like that, and they called him Davy Day Trader or something like that. He's really entertaining. Sponsored Safe Moon. Yes, yes, same guy. Not sponsored, but like he was like the the uh, yeah 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 yeah. spokesperson. Yep, uh, Penn National Gaming, I think, or Barstool Sports, I think, is yeah yeah what he started. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so so Kiefer started getting a following, and he uh, he then found the wonderful world of leverage. <laughs> okay. And on some of these crypto exchanges, they offer insane leverage. So of course, that's what enticed him. So he was using, you know, seventy-five times, hundred times, hundred twenty-five x leverage on these oh, trades. Oh man! <laughs> Which led to him getting completely wiped out, uh, losing tons of money live on 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 stream and so people just tune in to watch how much money he's going to lose <laughs> he admits he knows nothing about leverage he knows very little about day trading but he's so he's just throwing his money at the wall and getting followers from it and so what's interesting though 
is he's now making money on these Twitch streams. He even has a sponsor. So someone has decided wow. to sponsor him. Of course, it's a, a Bitcoin casino website um, that is sponsoring him and his horrific bets that he's making. And uh, so he's making uh, almost $200 a day uh, with this sponsorship. So, I mean, that's uh, is it offsetting the, the losses he's receiving? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't think so. It just kind Sounds of like we need to get into this business, right? I know. I can lose money. I can, <laughs> I do, can do that. that. <laughs> just give me some leverage and I'll lose some money. That's no problem at all. Um, he needs to become one of the, uh, you know, the fools, you know, that's part right. of us. That's right. we, should, we should sponsor him. He's the, the There fool. we go. Uh, although, that's the thing. I mean... I don't know if I can consider him a fool. I mean, he has done so well at, uh, at uh, you know, setting marketing. himself up for the future. Yeah, marketing himself, his brand. There was one stream I did happen to tune into. I was like, I got to see who this guy is. And so I uh, pulled up his stream, and he was li- literally sleeping on his chair in front of the computer. <laughs> and he had like 15,000 people watching him sleep <laughs> at the computer. <laughs> What the heck? So, um, I guess... How long? Uh, I don't know. I, I only watched for like five minutes. I'm like, what is this? And I <laughs> found something else to do with my time. Um, but, I mean, uh. what what kind of a world do we live in where these kind of people can, can be so successful? Um, I guess if you're going to be a crazy. failure, be good at failing uh, is, is the key there. So, recently, he decided to try and make up some of his spectacular losses by creating his own crypto coin. And so, so he did create one. It's called um, Keef, Keef Coin, Keef Coin. Um, and so he is making some money there uh, as his followers invest in that coin. So there you go. Crazy. Headline number three. Would you dance for a million free Doge? All right, Brian, here was the Doge coin you were referring to. I'm sure you just knew that it was coming up here. This, Do- Doge has taken over our Elon and and Woods segment, I guess. That's right. <laughs> uh, he who must not be named, or he who must not be named segment. That's that's what we're going to roll with with, with oh, Elon okay. there. Um, but yes, Dogecoin. Uh, so apparently, do you know who Justin Trudeau is? Sounds familiar. He's but... the Canadian um, prime minister, I think. Okay. He he has a half brother who's apparently into crypto and this brother um has launched a, a new <clears throat> website called million doge disco and from what i can tell it's like a mix between pokemon go and uh, tamagotchis do you remember tamagotchis oh yeah where like you had like this digital pocket pet and you had to feed it to keep it alive and totally you had to yeah, pet it to things. keep it happy and stuff i think i had a Pikachu Tamagotchi. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like a little special edition thing. Yeah, it was cool. Well, there you go. So, uh, so in this version of of Million Dollar Doge, what you do, uh, is, oh, sorry, Million Doge Disco, is um, you walk around your surroundings just like in Pokemon Go. Have you have you played Pokemon Go, Brent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's, it's kind of like an augmented reality game um, uh-huh. that um, uses your map and your surroundings, and you can interact with different augmented reality objects. Um, in the game. And so same with this, there are Doge um, NFTs around you. 
And if you go walk around in your environment, you can collect these Doge NFTs. And these NFTs are basically just pictures of uh, the, the Doge dog, the Shiba Inu, dancing. And you can collect <laughs> other NFTs as accessories to deck him out. Um, if you, That's genius. If, yeah, so you can you know collect a, a, a disco hat and uh, add it to your, your Dojigachi or whatever. Um, and, and you can, you can make your Doge, um, NFT, your Dojigachi into something special, you know, as you collect different NFTs. And I guess you, in the game, you can also, um, I think you can record yourself dancing. And, uh, if you record yourself dancing, you can earn free Dogecoin. And then if you give your Dogecoin to your Dojigachi, it, it levels him up. And he becomes more valuable. So the more you take care of him, the more you dance with him, the more you give him Dogecoin, the more you give him different accessories, the happier he is and the more value apparently he generates. So you could then eventually sell him, uh, again, using NFTs, sell him to someone else for uh, greater value. But you actually get Dogecoin. There is actual Dogecoin in the game. But the idea is wow. you, you feed it. I don't know if you feed it or you pay your dog you give it to your dog uh, and if you do that then that's how you level up your dog your Interesting. Doge. that's a pretty good idea it's not bad yeah i mean obviously it's like you know it's <laughs> dogecoin but, but that, <laughs> like the, the concept is pretty cool actually and that's why i think it's lovely because we talked about when we did the special episode on dogecoin the history of Dogecoin, it started out as a fun coin. And the community yeah. embraced the funness of Dogecoin and then it kind of got away from that. And so I feel like this is a way that the Doge community can return to having fun and, and uh, you know, being fun with the coin um, with, a, with a clever little app. And, and you know, it's, it's piqued my interest. I think I, think I may, may try it out and report back on, on how my Dogegachi does. Does it have a, is it like an app on your phone? It's a website. It's a website. Go to yeah. million dollar million Doge Disco. Oh, and that's also there's a prize. Um, you can win a prize from a pool of a million Doge coins. It says. Ah, did you use the word lovely? Yes, I did. <laughs> lovely. You have a problem with lovely? No, it's a it's a it's a good good usage there. I liked it. I, I feel like it's appropriate when we're talking about Dogecoin. So, <laughs> headline number four. South Korea is leaning into poop coins. Okay, so there is this uh, university in South Korea which ha is installing a new type of toilet, Brian, called the BV toilet. Um, a B-Vision toilet? I don't know what, what that's supposed to mean. Anyways, it's a new toilet where if you go in the toilet and you poop in it, it will vacuum filter out your poop, suck up your poop, and collect it, and it will reward you with cryptocurrency in return. What? Uh, so a literal poop coin, and they they call it G Ghoul apparently. Uh, but so the more you use this toilet, the more G Ghoul you get, and I guess you get paid ten G Ghoul per flush. I don't know if it. I don't think it weighs the amount of fecal matter you deposit into the toilet. Um, so I'm, I think it's just a standard 10 G ghoul. So maybe if you, uh, um, could spread out your bowel movements, you can make more money. So there has to be some poop in there. It has to be some. Yeah. 
Um, because what it does is it, it collects everyone's poop and then it, it, uh, uh, generates, you know, methane gas, which it uses to power buildings on campus. Um, and what? then they use like the, it also has like manures in some way they treat it. I don't know. There, there's lots of different ways that they reuse, um, all of this excrement. And, uh, and then they like how you've it. used like four different terms for poop. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you got to keep Fecal it classic. matter. Uh, <laughs> what else can I use in here? <laughs> That's right. Um, anyway. And so then so the students at this university love this toilet because they say that if you, um, it even says like the amount of an average person defecates about 500 grams a day, which converts to 50 oh, liters man. of methane gas. And so that's about 0.5 kilowatt hours of electricity. That could be used to drive a car for almost a mile. Wow. <laughs> so anyways. Um, these, Intriguing. I know, right? Ooh, makes you want to use that toilet. So these students love the toilet because they have to go anyways. And they say that uh, by using it all day, every day, they can buy themselves a free cup of coffee. Man, that's one way to keep regular. <laughs> that's right. Um, it's what, what an incentive to uh, eat your fiber. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and so I guess these little shops on campus all accept this virtual currency, uh, G-Ghoul. I actually don't know if it's a cryptocurrency. It's a virtual currency. Um, but either way, uh, interesting take on poop coins and um, an interesting <clears throat> way to, you know, help, help out our environment. You know, people say cryptocurrencies are so bad for this planet, but... I would disagree. G Ghoul seems to actually be doing a good, a lot of good for it. Yeah, sustainable energy, you know? That's exactly right. See, Ryan, we should have made our TP coin that we posted on mm. Instagram like several months ago, and then we could have teamed up with G Ghoul or whatever it's called. That is a genius idea, Brian. We, we should, the thing is, if I remember right, our TP coin was actually a stable coin, right? I think it was paid right. to the cost of a 12-pack of triple-ply toilet paper right. or something. So it's a stable coin. So stable coins often need some collateral. G-Ghoul could be the collateral behind our yeah. TP coin. That's yeah, how we'll see? keep it stable or regular is uh, is the G-Ghoul. <laughs> we could just have all these different play on words with it and yep. be using all sorts of different terms for fecal matter. The number two <laughs> cryptocurrency... Um, just throwing number two all over the place. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah, we really missed out on an opportunity there. (laughs) All right, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Fool's Gold Podcast. If you'd like more Fool's Gold content, check us out on the socials. uh, We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Fool's Gold. That's G-O-A-L-E-D. And tune in next week uh, when we'll be doing a special story podcast on some of the big scams in crypto. Uh, But until next time, Brian, I will talk to you later. See you later.